Let me lay this out for you the only way I know how, by relating it to women in pop music. Welcome to our Fearless Taylor's Version era, the Fame Monster era, our teenage dream, our 21, oops I did it again, our cannibal era, our paradise, our b-day, a girl like me, our misunderstood era, our my everything era, welcome to our emotion era, welcome back to Point of Do. Justin, it brings me so much joy to ask you this after six weeks. How are you and how excited are you to be back? I am so good, Nick. I'm so excited. I'm so excited to be back. I hope that you had a wonderful break. I know that I did. It was restful. It was restorative. But I am so excited to be back with the show. How about you? How are you feeling? I'm really good. I'm also excited to be back. You know, we've kept it a secret for a long time. And to anyone who asked me when the show would return, I fully lied to you. Um, it went a little bit like this. Hey, when are we getting new Point of Do episodes? And how the hell are you still single? You're so hot. Um, I'm kidding. They call me Fruity. But my answer was usually, we haven't <laughs> talked about it yet. Um, we were kind of just enjoying the break. We don't even really like each other. Um, no, we were talking about that the other night that we wanted to put that in there. But no, I, I, I really have lied to a lot of people. Um, I know. How many people have you lied to? Like at least seven that have oh actually been on the show. <laughs> Yeah. Like family and friends. Yeah, yeah. no, all, people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mad. Um, but the truth is, we really worked hard on giving the show a facelift. Um, you know, during the break, right down to the 2022 photo shoot, um, which we're so excited about. That came out phenomenal. Um, and we kept it on the down low. You know, we only shared it with one person outside the team. Uh, do you want to say the name together? Sure. All right, ready. One, three. One, two, three. The Lauren, cop. the photographer. Oh, sorry. <laughs> the cop that pulled us over. Oh, yes. Want to tell the story? I can tell the story. So we were with our friend Lauren. She was our wonderful photographer because we didn't have our producer, Dan. Dan did our uh, photo shoot for the last time uh, when we started the podcast back in July, but we didn't have him with us this time around. So we recruited our friend Lauren. And so we went to, uh, is it Nantasket Beach, right? It was, Massachusetts. Yeah. And we went, it's a really cute area. There was, there was, you know, a lake area, there's a beach area, there was a carousel that was closed off because it's the winter. Mm. Um, but it was really cute. And I know that we tried to find a setting that had some meaning for, there was a, the last photo shoot had, it was in a place that had a lot of meaning for me, my um, New Hampshire home that I grew up with um, and spent a lot of my childhood there. But this place had a lot of meaning for you, right? Before I tell the story. Yeah, um, so my Nana, who has since passed away, but one of my favorite people um, in my life, uh, loved Nantasket Beach. She loved going to the beach. My papa hated it, so he'd drop her off at the beach, and she would, I mean, she had trouble walking, you know, being elderly on the beach, but she'd walk over the rocks. She had a spot that she liked to sit in, and she would literally sit, that was like her nine to five. I'm not even kidding. Um, and we used to meet her there when I was a little kid, and, you know, it started... Um, obviously when, when she was younger, when I was younger, um, I hated getting hit by the waves. So she'd pick me up and she'd get the brunt of it. This like old lady, <laughs> is, you know, getting hit by the waves. This is the same person. This is the same one that ran the bases for me, um, at T-ball. But, and then we'd go to the carousel and she, uh, she took my mom there and like her sisters there when they were younger. So that I think it's cool, um, to go visit. That's like a very special place for me. And I, I feel like that's where I go to visit her. Yeah, it sounds like there's a lot of family history there. And yeah, that's awesome. Now that she's, you know, no longer with us, that sounds like a great place to kind of remember the the great moments you had when you when she was with us. That's yeah, and awesome. take pictures of myself. Exactly. Which take, is what we did. Take self-promoting pictures for, you know, a show that you're on. 
Yes. So we did the photo shoot by the beach, by the lake, by the carousel, other places, and then we were dry. We were done. We were happy with the pictures, and it was around lunchtime. So we we're like, all right, let's go somewhere for lunch. So I found this really nice cafe, a couple towns over. And so we're driving along, having conversations, talking about, oh my gosh, I think these pictures are coming out really good. So excited to look at them. So excited to review them. Nick and I were talking about some ideas about when the show comes back, what we want to talk about, what things we want to, you know, add as a facelift. And then there's sirens behind us. And we're like, not even sirens, just a light. It wasn't sirens. It was just the lights. It was just the blue lights. And so we're like, wait, what? Like, because Nick was, Nick's a very safe, careful driver. Like, he doesn't, he does not speed. He does not break any laws, you know, as one should not do. Um, and so we're like, what did we do? We, he was not speeding. And so we pull over and we pull remember over what I even said? to the curb. No. What did you, you say? remember what I said? I looked in my rear view mirror. I was like, how long has he been following us? Yeah. You were like, because how long has he been following no us? Siren. And you were like, I'm going to fight him because I know that I wasn't speeding. And so we pull over and we don't pull over to a curb. We pull over into someone's driveway. So now we're completely blocking someone's driveway because you're on one half of the driveway and the cop is on the other half of the driveway. So if these people are trying to get out at any time soon, there's no way they'd be able to get out. And they're probably looking out the window like, who's being arrested in our front our front yard? We gave and, them a good show. I, I guess. <laughs> I'm remembering something. Um, <laughs> yeah, me too. We're me not going to talk about it. We're not going to talk about it. On air, at least. Yeah. Um. So so the cop comes over and Nick is like, "I'm sorry, officer. Is there something wrong?" And he goes, "Oh, I'm just pulling you over because your tail lights out." And usually people don't really realize that their tail lights out until they get pulled over. So don't worry, it's just a warning. But uh, can I have your license and registration, please? And I'm I'm in the passenger seat, stumbling for the registration because Nick's got like receipts and papers and all this stuff <laughs> and like, inspection approval sheets or whatever and then i'm like i don't know where you're registered he's like it's fine just give me your license i'll look it up i'm like okay okay um yeah no and then but it was the perfect opportunity to as we're pulling away go for the first time in 2022 by the way all right see you around (laughs) right so that was the first time i guess the first time was the trailer um but yeah no that was that was great um we didn't get a ticket but yeah yeah, solid content there. Yeah, exactly. And you were like, I can't wait to tell this story. Yeah, and no, then you let me tell the story. For a while. So I'm honored. Yeah, we took these pictures in January. Like I said, like when I say we kept this on the down low, we have been planning this for a while, and everything has been a secret. Like we didn't tell friends why we were hanging out. Um, well, we also hung out as friends, and not no, as, we did. You know, no, absolutely, podca- co-podcast hosts. We did, but I've basically threatened Justin with his life um, <laughs> that. If someone asks what we're doing today, he had a nice day in bed. Um, <laughs> speaking of... <laughs> I'm sorry? What? Speaking of in bed, should we tell them what we did last night? <laughs> H. Sure. You dig yourself out of this hole. Yeah, I know. I feel like I have to. Um, I... We slept... No, we slept on an air mattress um, at Lauren's house, which she was... Or her apartment, which she was very uh, kind to provide to us. Um, I slept like so far away from him because I was afraid I was going to roll over in the middle of the night and things <laughs> were like a pillow or something. And I was like, that's not going to be a good look. So just subconsciously um, start. Talk, yeah. No, I didn't. Well, I've been told like when I was younger, like, like when I was really young and like in hotel rooms or like, you know, if like I got scared and I'd be like, dad, like in the middle of the night, like I sleep talk. No, no, no. Like if I were like called my dad into my room or something, I'm talking like when I was like a, a kid. Oh. kid. I kick and I um, g- grab, like I gr- wrap my arms around them. So I was afraid that I was going to do that to you, but I didn't. Um, as far as I know. As far as I know, I really hope. <laughs> that do you want to start this episode kind of where we left off last year? So I remember in the, I think in the resolutions episode, first off, we have to talk about our resolutions. But second, we also said that we want to focus on gratitude yes. going forward. And that's something that you said that you wanted to continue in 2022. Yes. So maybe do we want to start with something, just naming something we're grateful for, like naming something you're grateful for during the break or just naming something that you coming into this episode are feeling grateful for and then we talk about resolutions and how our progress or lack of progress we've made mm-hmm. with those. 
Sure. Um, I would say two things I'm grateful for right now, and I would like to start um, each episode with this, you know, like we're doing right now from now on. Um, this 50 or so minutes to just of peace, and I'm not saying it ends after this, but it's just a nice space to know, like, we're just going to have fun for 50 minutes. Um, I'm really grateful for that. And I'm also really grateful, I guess this ties a little bit into my resolution, like, I've really stuck with it in terms of the, you know, affirmations in the morning. I write them on that shower pad of paper, no more yes. good ideas down the drain. Um, and I write one affirmation on the on the note card uh, in my happy place, the shower, um, each morning. And it, it really, really has, like, laid a foundation to kind of be able to start the process of self-compassion yeah you know absolutely that makes sense or self-love um it's been really nice and i've been really leaning into you know my ocd treatment and it's i'm really proud of myself so i'm grateful for that too um but i'm i, I am also like i said grateful for this time with you and dan shout out uh producer dan by the way can you give us a little like sound effect to say hi to the the people that have missed you so much in the past six weeks Justin, what are, what are you grateful for right now? Well, lately I've been grateful for my support system, whether that's friends, whether that's family, whether that's colleagues. I've been really grateful for a support system just because, you know, a theme of last year and a theme I think just continuing to go forward is I'm trying to figure out what I want to do with my career going forward. I've, you've all heard about my two jobs that I have and stuff, but I'm trying to figure out what is my next step. So I've really been engaging with talking to people that I care about and asking their opinions on, do you think this sounds good for me? Do you think this sounds good for me? Do you, could you mind doing some research and getting, so I can get your kind of informed opinion on what you think if I were to pursue this degree versus this degree? And so I've been really grateful for that. And I've also been really grateful just for my health. Uh, over the break, a couple, more than a couple, I'd say a few of my family members got COVID and I didn't. So I was really lucky. And so I'm just really grateful for my health. And I'm not going to name any names, but if anyone listening here uh, can please keep one of my family members in mind. She is in the hospital, not doing very well, not with COVID, unrelated other health conditions but if you can keep her in mind maybe say a prayer if you're a person of faith that would be really helpful but i it's making me just kind of reflect and uh choose to be grateful for my my health so that's something else that i'm grateful for i will certainly pray for her yeah i i really like this tradition that that we're starting i think it lays like i said it lays the groundwork for being able to show yourself uh self-compassion throughout the rest of the day or show yourself compassion throughout the rest of the day but i think even just for this episode for these episodes it lays a nice positive um and even mindful uh foundation absolutely i think too you just mentioned traditions and we kind of have a tradition on this show you know you've talked about like we've kind of given the show a facelift which we can talk a little bit more in future episodes we might tease a little bit in this episode we talked about um we did new new photos we have new tech. I've got a, a nice, you know, pair of headphones for recording. You've got a microphone. The same one as you, yeah. So the same we, uh, one as me. So we both. Which was intentional, so we sound the same. Like exactly. Same audio quality. In the trailer, we tease that we're going to have two new series, which we'll talk a little bit about at the end of this episode. But Nick, something that I want to talk about again, I mentioned in traditions that we have in this show. Are you coming into 2022 as a cherry? Yes. Or I didn't are know you where a you were new going fruit? Yes, I, I will remain a cherry for the rest of Okay, the all right. I, I've locked it in. All right. <laughs> that is my truth. Is it well-lived? Oh, it's well-lived. Um, I want to talk about last night and what we did last night um, for my the Christmas gift that you got me. Sure. You want to tell them what we did? Sure. So for Christmas, um, one of the, and believe it or not, I, I just don't listen to my own podcast. I listen to other podcasts. You know, I'm not so self-absorbed that I only listen to this one. But I listened to a podcast by Jason Bateman, Will Arnett, and Sean Hayes. It's called The Smart List Podcast. And the three of them decided that they wanted to go on tour. So they're going to a, a few cities in 
the United States. They initially were going to Toronto, although unfortunately, because of COVID and Canada's regulations, they had to cancel those dates. But they came to Boston. And so for Christmas, since Nick is my podcast host or our we're co-host for this show, I thought that would be kind of a fun thing to do. I'm your boy, Robin. Yeah. <laughs> sure. So we went to see the Smartless podcast live. And so it was really cool. They basically, I don't know if they recorded it, but they had a setup of just kind of like two armchairs and a couch with a with like a rug just set up on the stage. And their format of their show is one of them books a guest. It's usually a celebrity guest, usually a well-known person. And the other two don't know who the guest is. So they invite the guest on, they do the introduction, and they say, please welcome so-and-so. And that was the same thing for the show. So it was Will Arnett's guest. Jason Bateman and Sean Hayes didn't know who the guest was. They started talking about who it could be, and Will kind of teased it. And then he said, please welcome Conan O'Brien. And so we saw all four of them just kind of riff and do their thing. And it was a really cool thing. And Nick, did you take notes? I, I just kind of thought about some stuff as we I walked we out watching. with my tail between my legs. I was like, we got to rewrite the jokes for this episode. <laughs> um, you did you did kind of, you know, have your pen and paper immediately afterwards and start scribbling down all these jokes. Yeah, because, I mean, just, it's like a, you know, a topical thing. It's like something that happened that I want to talk about and make jokes about. But honestly, I had a really good time. They were super funny. Conan came out. He got a standing ovation. And it, you know, it had us. I, I thought it was really cool. It was very like, like a starstruck type of moment Absolutely. when everybody, just when everybody gets excited. Because I'm not even like, oh my God, it's Conan O'Brien. It was more the people's reaction. And honestly, I was like, this is, must be what people think when we talk on point of view. Um, <laughs> and then I looked at the music on my phone and I thought to myself, nope, I'm Sean Hayes. So, um, but <laughs> do with that what you will. Um, but no, I had, a, I had a great time. It was very funny. It felt longer than 50 minutes, but I yeah. said this to Justin, like there wasn't a boring part of the show. Right. Like there was, it was consistently funny. Very engaging. They're also professional entertainers, you know, but. <laughs> I mean, from one professional to another. Yeah. <laughs> um, they had a similar budget to us too. No. Oh yeah. Um, With that, the, in 2023, we are announcing our point of due tour. No. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, no, it. I just this is this is fun. I'm I'm. This feels right, you know. Um. So something else that I've been thinking about is our show's mantra. Oh yes. And do you want to remind our audience of what our mantra is? Of course. It's just because it's over doesn't mean it's no. No. It's, it's um. <laughs> it's we speak our truth to learn the truth. Exactly. And so I during the break I've been doing a lot of that as well. I've been. Just list, um, listening to people, but also kind of one, my resolution, which we never really circled back to. One of my resolutions was to have the intention or have my actions be something that I'm doing because it will bring me joy or something because I want to do it. And not to say that in like a selfish way, but if you recall, I said more so because I feel like I've been doing a lot of things because other people expect it for me to do it. And I've kind of lost, you know who am I and why do I do the things that I do? And so I've kind of taken this mantra to heart and just been speaking my truth, like I said, with people. And it's been super liberating. And so I guess I wanted to ask you, Nick, have you used the show's mantra at all and taken it to heart? Or have you kind of come up with a mantra since we talked to Eric, since our conversation with Erica and lived anything out like that? Um, I... I mean, yes, I, I've, I try to be authentic all the time. But when we came up with that mantra, for me, it was more like a re-examining of what the show is because mm. I do my best to speak my truth on the show at all times. Um, but also just thinking about how thoughts evolve. Um, and that's the learning part for me. Um, sometimes we come on here and we think we think one way and then, you know, a conversation can change things. And I guess that's just open conversation but that's how i view the mantra if you want to talk like speaking truth or like even you know and honestly like if you want an unpopular opinion of mine it's this i don't know if people know this or if they don't live in massachusetts but 
it's been a massive week for men expressing their emotions for the first time. Uh, very vulnerable. And of course, I'm talking about the retirement of Tom Brady. <laughs> that was quite the segue. I don't... Well, no, no, this is, well, this is, this is my controversial opinion. But like, I was watching, the, I, well, I wasn't watching the news. My dad, who's old, was watching the news. And <laughs> I came in. I also watched the news and I'm younger than you. Okay, well, you called me old the other day because I was eating cream of wheat and yogurt. But yes. you watch, you listen to NPR. So I do. Eating. I do. Um, and we both like meatloaf. But I do. no, so. Um, unapologetically me. And you're unapologetically you. Yeah. We're speaking men, our truth. Yeah. These men are being very brave when they're, you know, sadness um, and. Disheartened. Uh, Disheartment? Disheartenment? I don't know. Uh, yeah. They're, they're grieving process for yeah, some yeah, yeah. I saw So I was watching the news and the, uh, the name of the segment was Goodbye to a Legend. And if you're not from Massachusetts, let me be the first to tell you this is going to blow you away, but he's actually alive. Um, <laughs> Tom he Brady. is alive. Really? Like, really? If you want to, I mean, yeah. If you want to talk about dead celebrities, watch The Masked Singer. Rudy Giuliani was just on. What? Dead celeb? <laughs> he looks like he's been dead for years. <laughs> okay. Well, because you brought this up, I feel like I have to clarify. People in New England, so Tom Brady retired. After 22 years in the NFL, he announced his retirement. And people in New, the New England area were upset because in his nine-page social media post like about his retirement, you know, thanking this person, that person, this person, he didn't thank Patriots Nation. He didn't thank Bill Belichick. He didn't thank Robert Kraft, who's the owner of the Patriots. He didn't thank any of the Patriots fans. But he did, however, thank the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and their whole community and that, their whole staff and he spent 20 years in new england and he got his start in new england right he was drafted by in i mean a six round draft pick but obviously nowadays he would you know, have been a first round draft pick but he was a six round draft pick drafted by the patriots who who helped him get his start and so people in this area were just frustrated that he didn't share any sort of gratitude towards the New England area. And yes, there's some drama between Bill Belichick and Robert Kraft and Tom Brady and the Patriots organization and Tom Brady, but you know, at least thank the fans is my opinion. But, you know, he eventually did later on in an Instagram story instead of a post. So that's why people were so upset. Not so much because he was retiring, but because, you know, they didn't include us, uh, you know. So my two cents on the whole thing with Tom Brady is Lady Gaga played the Super Bowl five years ago today in a game that Tom Brady happened to play it, play in. Um, Thank you, Nick, look, for your contribution. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> you're so welcome. Look at me. You're so welcome. Oh yeah, I have to. I have to give the fans everything they want. You're so welcome. That was for you, Lauren. So Nick, today is what is commercially and in some fates and in some countries known as valentine's day v-day v-day are, are you familiar no no, <laughs> no. <laughs> if we're being honest no <laughs> um i would love to be familiar maybe that's you know maybe 2023 i'll, I'll be familiar you're not not <laughs> well, we, oh i guess we're at this point we've passed it at right? this point yeah this point's a little too late, you but you could, you know, I don't know, something could happen, something could happen still in this year, and you could, wasn't that something you mentioned? You said, I don't yes, want to be was, single in 2022. it's not going too hot. Well, it's only February. Okay. There well, are 12 months in the year. That is true. That's, I've heard that. Um, but that, that is a perfect segue, because we wanted to talk today about, you know, just in the spirit of Valentine's Day, we wanted to talk about relationships. We did already talk once about hookup culture and you know dating apps and that whole thing and like in a college perspective um you might know it is the four f's um but episode title yes not, that is not the lesson episode, episode 12 title. go listen to it one of the fan favorites truly um but <laughs> i i'm excited to talk more about like relationships and what you value in a relationship what you look for in a person and so on so that type of stuff yeah with yeah. that said, tell us about your first kiss. No, we can save that. For <laughs> we should share those stories. I yeah, think we, we can. should share those stories at the end. Yeah, Let's of course. Keep people on their seat, on the edge exactly. of the seat. Exactly. 
Yeah, so relationships. And of course, to clarify, we're talking about romantic relationships. Um, or... We can open it up to non-romantic ones, but I think romantic to start because it is Valentine's Day. I agree. Yeah, so I, I mean, I don't know what you want to call me, but I definitely am someone who looks for personality first and then looks. And mm. you can call me cheese, you can call me whatever you want, but or when kind. I'm looking for... Or kind. Wholesome. I think that's a pretty good thing. I don't think what? that you just oh, describe oh, oh, that oh, oh. <laughs> oh, describing myself, yeah. God, I wish I was like that. <laughs> yeah, so I'm definitely someone who looks for personality. And I look for something that, like, can we, can we connect on things? Because I, in my opinion, if you can't connect with your partner on just interests, I feel like you have to have some commonality there. And so that's where I start. And then if that person is attractive... Well, that's even even better, you know. Um, <laughs> that probably furthers the emotions that I might have. But I don't know if I really have a. I know I just said personality, but it's definitely personality and then an in common interests. In terms of looks, I don't really know if I have a type per se. Because people are like, oh, do you have a type in terms of looks? I don't really know if I have a type because the people that I've had crushes on and the people that I've dated in the past have all looked very different from each other. So I don't know if I have a look necessarily you're giving me a, a, a no i'm just thinking a I'm pondering thinking. look yeah no i'm thinking i'm like trying to remember people <laughs> go through go through my i i only know love, two of them. love life's past i only know two of them um and i guess yeah they do they were two different Seem people different, but um but what about you what do you look for um hot no, I'm kidding. I'm <laughs> kidding. Um, well, that, see, that's my problem with dating apps, and we're not going to go there because we've already talked about swipe culture. But um, I think in terms of attributes, the things that I look for, kindness, compassion, someone that shows interest in you and that you can give that love back to. Because I think, like, I've talked about this with people before, like, relationships are, I, I'm the last person to give relationship advice. I haven't been in one in a long time but you have to work on them every single day or else i don't believe that they will work i saw something on i think it was i don't know whose account it was it was an influencer's account and it basically was along the lines of like a relationship is not waking up next to the person every morning and feeling in love with them like that let me just clarify because that sounds harsh but you are in love with them but it's not the roses and rainbows the honeymoon phase that people picture it to continue being i mean if you're in love with somebody and you have that phase for your entire life more power to you i'm not saying i believe in it i'm not saying it's not like a a thing but i think it's work so i think you know respect compassion kindness of course having the same interests but it doesn't i've learned that liking lady gaga isn't really a personality trait um with the people that i'm talking to we just you know that's kind of like a given for all of us but yeah so that's what i look for sounds like you're looking for someone who's hot, someone who's respectful, kind, compassionate, but also someone who's willing to put in the work that you feel like a relationship requires. Basically someone who's me. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you, you talked a little bit about love. And do you, are you someone that believes that love can be felt between two at first sight? Do you believe in love at first sight? Or do you feel like a connection or something more needs to be there before one can feel love. I don't think love at first sight. I've never experienced it. You can like see someone be like, oh, wow, they're really attractive or like see somebody's bio on an app and be like, wow, I really connect with that. Yeah. But I can't be like, I've looked at you and I'm in love with you. Like, because okay. in love is a very intense feeling. Right. That I've only felt once. And I think that, I mean, I will say right now, the person that I was in love with um, was actually annoying to me at first. <laughs> um, yeah, no, this seems this seems kind of cynical, but I, I'm kind of in the same boat as you that I I think you can be attracted to someone at first sight. Of course. But I feel like love requires a little bit more to it. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm struggling to put words to what I'm what I'm trying to say, but I feel like it's a little bit more of a connection, maybe, or a little bit more of getting to know that person is required before you can say I 
love that person. And there are different types of love. You know, there's like platonic love, but then there's also, you know, we're talking about romantic love. And I think, I think that's a deeper type of love that I think requires more of a connection. Yeah. I mean, I also love, I find it really attractive. Somebody that likes to like focus on themselves, like in self-improvement and mindfulness. Like I was talking to somebody who was into yoga and journaling and um, just self-compassion. And I was like, hot, like hot. (laughs) I think that's great because I'm into that stuff too. And like, I'm not perfect. They're obviously not like no one's perfect, but like when people are constantly working at that and like giving themselves to themselves, but also to the relationship like that's that is love right there. I think that goes back to what you were saying, too. You said you look for someone who's kind, respectful and compassionate. And I think if someone is taking the time to show themselves, focus on themselves and show themselves self kindness and self-improvement and we've talked about this on the show before self-compassion it shows that they respect themselves enough and that they if you enter into a relationship will respect you as well right and like also looks are fleeting like i am not gonna look at this life forever <laughs> right no i'm kidding yeah. <laughs> I love we're in the prime of our lives you know, again this is it. again though for anybody that's just tuning in for the first time the arrogance is a bit like, that is a bit. Is, I am not an arrogant person. We talked about this yesterday about how, you know, when we get on here, we're playing characters. This is method acting, guys. Yeah. And girls listening. Like, this I mean, is... in this a is, way, we are being authentic, obviously, but, like, I'm, in a way, I'm not. Speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> no, in a way, and I think this is for anybody, honestly, that's putting anything out online. It's kind of, like, in a way, a caricature of your true self. Like, I'm not actually... Like, I am speaking authentically when I'm, you know, when we're talking about serious things, but this arrogance is a bit, and it's a bit... Um, based off of the fact that I'm very um, quick to self-deprecate in real life, as Justin would know. Um, so yeah, I, think I think it's funny am... to come on here and act like I'm in love with myself. Yeah, totally, totally. And um, just to make it clear, I was kidding. I am very, I'm extremely, like I said, I speak my truth yes, to learn yeah, the truth. No, that's so, the you know. point of this show. <laughs> um, I have a question. Uh, oh, do you? You brought up yesterday when we were planning this. Oh, did I? Yeah. What do you think is important for a relationship? Because I kind of answered this already. Important for a relationship. Well, I agree with that. A relationship does take work. And I've learned in the past that relationships of any kind, really, if the, you can have a love, but sometimes it doesn't, sometimes you need more than love. And I don't know if you know exactly what I mean by that. But, like, love alone cannot always keep a relationship. Like, you could love someone and they can love you. But that's, like, a tough question. And I, I asked, I said, this is something we should talk about. I mean, I think, it, I think it's... <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Shut <laughs> up, Nicholas. Um, I think trust is something that's really yeah. important. Yeah. That's something that's huge. I think if, if one person trusts the other person and the other person doesn't trust that other person, then it, it doesn't work. It doesn't work because you have to trust people. And especially this, I'm also speaking from, unfortunately, just in the stages of life that I've been in, some of my romantic relationships have included a period of long distance relationships. And especially in long distance relationships, you have to have trust right? Because if you don't have that, you're constantly going to be wondering, you know, is this person having fun without me? And are they doing something that I wouldn't approve of because I'm not there to witness it or something like that, you know? I don't so think I, think I could do long distance. It it sucks. No matter what people say, it sucks. That's yeah. all I'm going to say on that for now. But yeah, I think trust is really important. I th- And then I think too, you touched on it, right? The That any type of relationship is a two-way street. Mm-hmm. So putting in uh i think depending on the day equal amounts of work i but you know if 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 someone's having a bad day and you like they can't put in as much effort in that particular day but then that person kind of being willing to be like it's okay don't worry about it and i think understanding empathy understanding where people are and how life is gray we've talked about this on this podcast before that sometimes what people are going through in life it's you may not understand it completely but knowing that they have you know there's good intent knowing that they still have feelings for you or love you or wherever you are in your relationship and understanding that 
what they were going through, what they're going through. Like, if someone is mad on a particular day, like, they may not be mad at you. But just having empathy for, okay, they're having a hard day or whatever they're going through is tough. And not calling them out on it, but more so just, like, being with there. I mean, we, I think we should talk about love languages at some point in this episode. My love language yes. is quality time. And mm-hmm. if if I'm having a bad day, like, you don't even... Yes, I like words of affirmation. That's probably my second one. But if you just sit with me, then I'm the happiest guy in the world. Just in Aww. general. So You're welcome. <laughs> so, I don't know if you can make any sense out of that incoherent mess. but No, no. I mean, I, I can reaffirm what you just said. Or I guess affirm what you just said. You definitely, I can see quality time being your love language. Um, just, yeah, you love you're an extrovert but you love being like i could just tell i can tell when you're just like really enjoying being around people i guess sure um or enjoying the company that we have um what's what's important what do you do you have anything to add to what you think is important in a relationship honestly um no i will i do have like a follow-up question but i feel like i said my what i wanted to say about that Mm -hmm. i'm curious to know if you can guess my love language Hmm. I've never really thought about that. So for those who don't know, there are five love languages. They are uh, acts of service, quality time, words of affirmation, gifts, and physical touch. If I can guess your love language, I kind of want to say gifts. Okay, because um, you you just get very excited, and we talked about this again on a previous episode. That you get very excited when you give gifts, and I can see like when I or maybe acts of service, but when I you mentioned one time that I brought you lo mein. Yes, um, I do get excited about giving gifts when I know that the person will like it. Um, up to the point that sometimes they come two months late because I'm working on them still. But I Nick's talking no. about his Christmas gift to me yeah. and to Dan. Yes, and to Dan. Um. I, it's not, it's not, um, gift giving, it's words of affirmation, um, because they're free, like, they're not, not in, like, a, like, you, you will never run out of them, it's, like, a well that doesn't go dry, yeah, and I personally think that you can give someone as much as you can with a gift, like, a physical gift, as you can making their day or lifting them up, and that's something that I do I like to do with my friends like I if if they look good or if they're like look happy or if you know if yeah. they're bringing me joy like I like to tell them I think it's really a cool way to just show someone that they're appreciated and make them feel good especially or even just like the, I guess this isn't necessarily like affirmations but you know when I was in the um subway station today the tr- the tea station uh I was like smiling at people and it's just like it's so nice to just like have that connection just like that that you don't get every day that human connection with just like a random stranger on the yeah you know passing you by so that was that makes a lot of sense because i feel like you were a big note writer too like i received a lot of notes from when we were when we were both at loyola i received a lot oh, yeah. of notes in my mailbox, mailbox. and yes yeah, so that makes that makes a lot of sense i guess that's both that's like gift giving and words of affirmation wrapped right. up into one do you think that that I I've, I don't know if there's actually you know literature on this, but is the love language you like to receive the same love language you like to give? I'm not sure. Not sure. I think they can. I be think different, they're different, but yeah. I think for me, mine are the same. I think I'm quality time for. I like giving quality time, and I like receiving quality time. Unless we're in a relationship, I hate when people touch me. So mine is not. Um, my <laughs> literally my touch. literally my catchphrase at home is "Don't touch me." Um, but, and I'm not joking, uh, but I, yeah, that's definitely, I mean, I like hugging people, like, I don't mind hugging people, but, um, yeah. But I have, I do have that follow-up question. Do you think, and this is a conversation I've had with somebody who I was talking to recently. Do you think if you are someone who wants a relationship, you can be too busy for a relationship? Yes. Yes. 
because you said that you said that relationships take work and i i agree like this is this thing way far into the future but i when i think about getting married and that's something that i want to do some at some point in my life is get married Mm -hmm. i feel like i want to be established in my career or at least on a path towards the career that i want to go to because if i go to a doctor program that's going to be anywhere from four to six or four to seven years that's going to be a long time at least on a path towards the career i want to because i feel like otherwise if i don't really know it i'm, I'm gonna feel like i'm so busy and blah, blah 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 and then i won't be able to give the other person who i'm welcoming and bringing into my life and is welcoming me into their life the time that they deserve again my love language is quality time so yes i i would say yes one can want a relationship but at the same time could be too busy and not be able to put the time and work and energy into it and i think too a relationship should be a priority and so or at least one of your priorities and so if you don't have the energy or the time in your schedule to make it a priority then maybe you shouldn't be in one at that given time that's fair and i don't have like a i am not like set on one answer or the other because i mean when I talk about, you know, self-care and self-compassion and saying, like, taking that time to yourself and, you know, not um, being able to pour from an empty cup, I guess that resonates with what you just said. So I guess I believe that side, too. And then there's a different part of me that believes, like, especially now, like, things aren't going to get quieter right away, at least in my life. Like, and I'm assuming in yours, too, you know, you're talking about going into you know, if you be, go to become a doctor, like, you, things aren't going to get quieter right away. And I think that it's something that if you like someone enough, you can make time for. And also, and honestly, I don't even know if I believe that, but I partially do. I'm I'm kind of, you know, going back and forth on that. But it's, like, something that you can, like, you if you think of a relationship as, like, a journey together that maybe you can go through together, I guess. And, yeah. and you know, but a totally fair argument on both sides and I really yeah. haven't settled on one because I, I have like that might just be my desire because we've talked about this before but I'm not someone who's looking for a hookup like right and it's not like our answers are the are the right answers no no, no there no, are no. no right answers to a lot of the questions that we talk on the show there are no there are not really right answers no what is your dating philosophy like when you date people is it just to okay let's see where this might go or like I can answer first like when I date people I want to see if there's a potential in this is the person I want to spend the rest of my life with. That's true. like getting married. So I don't know. Like, what is your, I guess, dating philosophy? Well, that sounds what you just, your answer sounds really intense, but I think it's what most people like. That's might be the standard. Put, yeah, putting it answer. into words does sound really intense. Yeah, putting it into yeah. words. It's like, hey, I want to marry. Like, I might want to marry. I might want to like, marry you someday. Let's you try this out. <laughs> I don't recommend starting with that. But, I mean, I'm the same way. Like, I am really bad at goodbyes, so I can't imagine going into a relationship and thinking, this is going to be a summer thing, and then we're going to end it. Like, no. Like, if if I'm, fr even if I'm friends with you, like, I'm not planning on being like, all right, in a couple of years, I'll see you around. Like, yeah. no. <laughs> I like my people, and I want to, you know, stay with my people forever. This is why I have two jobs. I can't leave the restaurant. <laughs> Because I love all of them so much, but, uh, yeah, no, mine is the same way. It's to find a partner who, you know, ideally I would get married to, but I'm not like, again, that scares people to say that, to put into words. And I'm not rushing. Like, I'm not like, oh, we've matched. Right. Want to get married? Like, no. Right. So. Yeah. I think that makes a lot of sense. How many dates? I have one more question. How many dates before you're consider being in a relationship? How many dates? Or before you want to be in a relationship? I don't know, because I think with my relationships, we didn't really go on dates first. We we were kind of talked. We texted a lot. And then we were like, hey, let's talk about what this is. And then we're like, oh, I guess we're going to decide that we're dating. So we didn't really necessarily go on dates in the, in the conventional sense. Mm. So I don't know if, I can, if I'm qualified to answer that question. Do you have an answer? Uh, well, they were unconventional in, a way, in the way that I was also there for some of them. <laughs> I I would say, like, 
I mean, there's a there's two different answers. One, when I'm thinking about a relationship before the first date, <laughs> um, but when I would actually want to like start a relationship, maybe after like the fourth. I don't know. Is that? Let us know if that's too long or too short. I feel like it also depends on how fast on the pacing of the relationship. True. Like, and I don't mean relationship in the romantic sense. I mean like in the relationship between the two individuals, right? That's true. Like, if if you just met each other and are going on dates because you met on an app or met, you know, through a mutual friend or what have you, then maybe it might take a little bit longer to say, okay, yeah, we're dating. If you've been friends for a while and then you start deciding, hey, do, can I take you out for dinner and it's considered a date, then it might take less. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. But... As we approach the end of this episode, we promised that we would tell our first kiss stories. Yes. For our audience here. I think I alluded to mine when we had our sisters on. But you did. Do you want to go first or would you like me? You can go first. Okay. So my first kiss. Let me set the scene. It's 2014. I'm probably how old? What? 13, 14 years old. Mm-hmm. And I'm a freshman in high school school and in new england in massachusetts for some reason we have a week in february off for vacation and we have a week in april off for school vacation and my family would usually try and go somewhere warm for april vacation not in february because when you come back it's sleeting and raining ice like it was last night and so we went to this place called longboat key uh, resort or something in florida and and shout out Longboat Key. And so my family and I were eating dinner in the lobby at the hotel, the restaurant. And there were, you know, window a window area to our right that looked out to the pool, but there was no window there because it was warm and whatever. And there was some people night swimming. And I was like, hey, I think I want to go night swimming. So I went back to the room, got changed, went night swimming. And there was a, a couple of girls who were my age. And... They were there with their younger cousins, and I was just kind of swimming. And my and I forgot to say that my mom was like, "Sure, you can go night swimming, but you have to take your brother with you." And my brother was like, "Uh," and he didn't want to go night swimming, but he just sat in a, at a pool chair on the side of the pool on his phone, just you know scrolling through whatever. And so, eventually, the little cousins left, and this other guy who was not with. The girls and their cousins came over, and so there were four of us. That he, we were all just like around the same age, and the four of us went to <laughs> went to um, the hot tub, and we started playing truth or dare. And long story short, I was dared to kiss one of the girls, and that was my first kiss. How romantic! So on vacation, April vacation, my freshman year. Yours is a lot classier than mine. On a dare. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe not. Um, uh, I don't know. Let's see. Let me really grab listeners' attention. You set the scene the here story. now. Here we go. Let me start this story in the middle to really grab your attention. So I'm 14 <laughs> in the car seat, and I lean over and kiss her. Um, that's the that's the um, sensationalized version of this story. But it's not much better, the real one. Um, I was dating someone at the time we never went on a single date alone so were we really dating i mean i would say so because it was like a six month thing but we took our friend and we were at the hanover mall which does not even exist anymore but that's beside the point she wanted to kiss me and she said that and i was a little fruity was thinking uh i'm too scared like i don't want to do this like i um I was nervous, you know, like you're 14. I was 14 at the time. And I kept being like, oh, we need to, I need, I just had onions. Like I need to get mints. So I literally was like pushing it off. I was like, let's go to Walmart. So I get Tic Tacs and then I'm like, oh, I didn't think I'd, I didn't didn't think we'd still be doing this. But, um, so we send (laughs) our friend to, I'm like, hey, can you, he's oblivious by the way to this. Um, can you go get like, uh, whatever, like from the Nintendo section? Like, can you grab me? So he goes, for some reason, we're sitting in the car seat section. Cause like, who didn't do that? Um, I feel like a lot of people haven't done that, but we were sitting in the car seat section. I don't know why. Maybe it was a spot to sit and we kissed and yeah, my first kiss was in a Walmart at 14 years old. Um, it was, you know, 
It was something. <laughs> definitely a story to That's, never tell anyone ever. It's definitely After a story this. that we'll keep between us. Yeah, and our listeners. Absolutely. I always want to say viewers. It's no, not just viewers. keep just keep it between us. We'll just okay. keep it between us. Okay. Well, uh, they just heard that, but. Well, no, they didn't. Okay. But this, it's a bit. It's a bit, you know. I get it. On Ellen, sometimes they say to just keep it between us. I'm trying yes. to do a bit, you know, funny for laughs. Yes, Come Ellen DeGeneres, I know her. You gotta, you gotta keep up with me. Because My bad. Otherwise, then the bit doesn't work. And I'll be Andy. Andy never keeps up. I'll, I can just be Andy. Andy? Yeah. Her producer? Oh. Uh, that she always makes fun of and he's never in on the no, joke. No, I know Andy. I know Andy. Yeah, no. Anything that you want to share, Nick, at the end of this episode? Do you want to just quickly tease what we're doing next week? Very quickly? We should. So next week, as we mentioned, this year we're going to be starting two different series. This first series we're calling Passport Edition, Point of View Passport Edition. And we'll be talking to people who live outside of the United States, which is where we live. And next week is our first episode of that. So we hope you... We'll explain more next week, but we hope you look forward to it as much as we are. And yeah. And just to clarify too, it's still the same show. It's just a series within the show that will be ongoing. Um, Your name's Justin Dew. My name is Justin Dew. And I'm Nick Gervasi. (laughs) And you can reach us at our email, pointofdewpodcast at gmail.com, or by sending us a voice message on our website, anchor.fm forward slash pointofdew. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and now Twitter at Point of Dew Podcast or Point of Dew on Twitter for the latest POD news. And if you enjoy our show, give us a rating or a review in the Apple Podcast Store or share us with a friend or family member. We really, 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 truly appreciate your support. And as always, we hope you have a wonderful week. It's so great to be back. It's Thank true. You for listening. And until next time. Colors will not be the same